This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Lindsay Nidell, and today's episode is Lindsay's Takeover. That is right, folks. You do not have to adjust anything. It is just me solo today. I have taken over, and the episode today is just all about me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm actually a little bit nervous. Um, This is the first time I've done this solo, and I have notes today. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I do have notes. Um, And our our lovely Kurt told me, just just own the nervousness. It's fine. Um, But, you know, this is a little different. I remember when Ryan first started, he had notes, and he actually told me today, don't don't use any, but I can't help myself, so I'm going to do it. Um, But I wanted to give you guys a little bit of background on me. I know that you have heard stuff from me on the podcast that Ryan and I do our episodes together on Saturdays. And you've certainly heard Ryan's version of me, but I've, not that that's not the real version, but I feel like I should share me, myself, with you um, and and do it from my perspective. So just to give you a, a quick background, if you've been listening, you probably know some of this, but I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. I was born and raised here. Uh, I went to school for biology, and I ended up in veterinary medicine doing critical care, working in an ICU. So anything that was dead, dying, circling the drain usually came through my doors, and I spent countless hours, holidays, weekends, overnights in what we would call a fishbowl because there was only two entrances to the ICU and just one big glass panel so everybody could see in, but we really couldn't see anything out. So I was about 22. I met my now ex-husband, and we were together for a few years before we got married. We got married in 2007, and we um, moved to West Palm Beach, Florida, in a little suburb called Wellington, which is horse country for me. Um, If you've listened, you know that I am an avid equestrian, and so moving to horse country was just icing on the cake. Going to have beach, going to have horses good to go, loved my life, everything was great. Bought a big, beautiful house um, right in Wellington, not far from the barn, started a new practice. My ex-husband is an internal medicine specialist, so we actually worked together in the hospital, although mostly in different departments. When we moved down to Florida, I was um, in charge of starting the internal medicine nursing staff, so I was doing that, and he was starting the doctor side of the practice. I was about three months pregnant with Gianna when we decided to officially move to Florida. And moving into a new state where I knew nobody, didn't have a community, didn't have any family, didn't have any friends, I was a little bit nervous then about becoming a new mom because poof, there goes your identity. Um, If you are a new mother or a mother in general, you know that it's very hard to keep time and space for yourself. Because you wear so many hats as a woman, the wife, the mom, the daughter, the friend, the cousin, the aunt, the worker, the co-worker, the shoulder, the cry on, the nurse, the maid, the cook, all of it. And so when Gianna came along, it was the most amazing experience. And it was also a really horrible experience. And I say horrible because I had a, a decent bout with postpartum depression and my husband at the time was not home a lot. He had started a new practice. He was on call. Um, He worked really late, long hours. And I was by myself in a new place with a new baby as a new mom and not really knowing what the heck to do. 
so we stayed in Palm Beach for a few years and I got used to the the mom game I wasn't such a rookie I found myself a little mom tribe I found a great group of barn um, people and had a barn family and Gianna grew up pretty much in the barn and when she was about three I went back to work part-time but in all of that while it sounds very pretty and we had a great life on paper I was struggling personally I was not stable in my marriage I thought of divorce often I did not have a good communication with my husband. Um, He was an introvert. I'm an extrovert. He liked video games and to shut himself away to decompress after work. And I liked to have a glass of wine and sit out by the pool and talk, hang out, spend some quality time. We've talked about the love languages before on 15 Minutes to Freedom, and mine is touch and quality time. And I didn't get any of that in all honesty. And so things in my marriage start started to crumble pretty quickly. Gianna was young. And I had all these thoughts going through my head where, oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I can't be a divorced mom. One, I'm an Italian Catholic. My family will shun me. And two, I, I can't have my daughter be raised in a broken home. There's no way I can do that to her. She's going to be ruined for life if I decide to go. And so I stayed And I brought all this stuff up to my husband. And I asked for help. I asked for counseling. I asked for communication. I asked for sex. I asked for touch. I asked for dinners out, something. Pay attention to me. But what I realized is that I was looking for things that were never going to happen because the things I was lacking was truly just inside of who I was. I wasn't owning that I was miserable. I wasn't owning that I needed more. I wasn't owning that being a mom wasn't enough. And I never said any of these things out loud to anybody. And they were eating me alive. So the opportunity came up that my husband and I could move to back to Columbus from Palm Beach. And this was after we had been there for about six years. And I thought, you know, I... I, I bet this could be a a clean slate. I bet this could be the kickstart we need to start fresh, move back to where we have more of a tribe and a village, right? All my families in Columbus, my friends, aunts, uncles, cousins, we'd have a support system. So I wouldn't feel like I was drowning all the time. Maybe he would spend some more time with me. Clean slate. And so I honestly, I talked him into it. Now, he wasn't a beach person. He would never go to the beach with me. He wasn't a horse person. He never came into any to my competitions and and didn't come to the barn. So I wasn't really sure what the pushback was about moving to Columbus, other than the fact that the weather here is not great. But he gave in and he said, okay, you know, I agree with you. Maybe we'll have a little fresh start. So we moved back to Columbus. We decided to build a house. We started with that whole process. I threw myself into that, looking for something that was going to validate how I was feeling, that was going to fulfill me in a way that I wasn't getting fulfilled within my marriage. I started hanging out with my friends more. And of course, when girlfriends hang out, we talk about men and sex and our jobs and our kids and all the things that you know maybe we don't say to our spouses. And so I'm voicing these things to my group of girlfriends. 
guys, I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. I don't feel wanted. I don't feel desired. I feel like there's something more for me. I feel like I have a different purpose than just being a mom and a wife. I'm not sure I love my career anymore. I'm kind of burnt out. And they all looked at me like I had just grown five heads. Lindsay, are you nuts? You have a great life. You don't have to work if you don't want to. Your husband makes plenty of money. You're building a brand new beautiful house. You're picking out all the things you want in there. You have a great daughter. Your family's here. What in the world could you be complaining about? And so I instantly shut that down. I instantly felt like maybe I was wrong. Maybe I should be more grateful for the things that I have in my life. And it wasn't that I wasn't grateful. I was super grateful. I just realized that I wasn't being fulfilled, that I had these voices screaming in my head, you deserve better, you know better, you're not fulfilling your purpose, you need something different. And every time I voiced that to my family or my friends, I got massive amounts of pushback. Nobody would validate me. And when I said that sentence to myself, I realized that that was the issue. I was looking for acceptance and approval and validation from everyone else instead of finding it within myself, instead of listening to my inner voice. And so I found a mentor. I found a mentor right as I was on the cusp of deciding that I was going to seal the deal and file for divorce. The things were so broken that they weren't going to get better that I was never going to be able to fix it, and that the short-lived one to two-week windows where things would seem okay was not the way I was going to live my life feeling like I walked on eggshells all the time. Now, this isn't to bash my ex-husband because a lot of this was also my fault, right? It, it's, it's a two-way street to divorce. Things break down. Nobody pays attention. And then sometimes when you come back to fix it, One person's already off the beaten path and there's no way they're coming back or you're both not ready to get on that path at the same time. It takes two people. And my ex-husband and I just were never on that same path together. And that was for years. And so I sit down with a mentor and I find somebody that can help me. This is not a therapist. There's nothing wrong with therapists. I wanted a coach. I wanted results. I wanted something that was tangible, something that I could write down, something that I could see, some kind of goals I could set for myself. And so she gave me what's called a map. It was mentorship, accountability, and a plan. And I'm sure you've heard that before because Ryan uses it. Other coaches use it. I use it. And I was able to bounce all of these things off of her. I was able to write down all the things I wasn't able to say to other people because they kept shutting me down. I found that courage to file for divorce, to call a lawyer, to make that phone call that I knew was forever going to change my life, was going to change my daughter's life, was going to change my ex-husband's life. 
And the reaction I got from the people closest to me in my life was appalling. Not a single person was supportive. My family thought I was nuts. My father didn't understand because he's so old school Italian that divorce is like an automatic sentence to hell. And my friends who still possessed the keeping up with the Joneses mentality didn't understand why I wouldn't just, you know, take the credit card, go shopping and and be happy with that. And the only person that that validated how I was feeling and allowed me to be me was my mentor. She gave me the tools to grow into the woman I am now. She gave me that safe space to tell her the real, the raw, the things I didn't want to say out loud. And she helped me as the old version of myself died. And those stories that I had told myself for so long, the excuses that I made for myself, for my parents, for my friends, for my husband, as all those things died, that inner version, that old version of me was screaming at me not to grow and change. Don't do it. You don't need this. You're fine. And I stuck with the plan. And I stuck with the plan because every time I would make small increments of growth, Every time that the lawyers would come back and say, you know, we're, we're going to divide up custody plans this way. We're going to divide up the house this way. We're going to divide up the practice this way. Every time it would scream at me, no, just go back to the way it was. I would look at those tools I, would get, I was given and say, you know what? I'm growing into a better version of myself. I am taking a step further than I was previously brave enough to do. Because I'm okay with me. Because I started listening to who I was inside and I owned who I was. And I found who I was and I found my purpose. And I knew that Gianna was going to be fine. My ex-husband was going to be fine. My parents would get over it because it wasn't their life. My friends, although I love them dearly, their opinions could no longer dictate what I was doing. Their approval didn't matter. I was so secure in who I was and what I wanted. And I was so sure of the fact that everything was going to be okay because I was okay within me. That I remember calling my mentor and and just sobbing on the phone saying, thank you. I've got it. I know I'm going to be fine. This divorce is tough. We're going back and forth. I maybe, you know, just want to drop him off on the desert somewhere and drive away and see if he makes it back. I don't know if we're ever going to get a place where we're getting along. I don't know how I'm going to make it with my, you know, make it okay with my daughter. I don't know how that's going to scar her from this. But what I do know is that I now possess all the tools to help her get through whatever it is she may face. And the baggage that I had carried for my entire life from trying to please everybody else, from trying to seek everyone else's approval, and from not living from an authentic place, the baggage was gone. 
And so it brings me up to where we are today. You all know I'm happily married. My husband is extremely gifted in what he does. And as I watch and develop and still work with my mentors and coaches, a few months ago I said, you know what, I have all of these tools and all of these things that has gotten me through so much, I can give this to other people. And so I started onboarding my own coaching clients, women that are in the same place that I was. And they're not all the same, right? I hear so many things because we, we do wear so many hats, not connected in their marriage, loss of identity from just being a wife and a mom, not fulfilled in their career anymore, not sure, you know, where else to go for a tribe. They don't feel like they have people. So many different things I I hear from clients. But I see myself in each one of these women because I have been there. I have lived through the hell and I came out the other side so much better. I let those stories die. So we've decided that on March 27th through the 31st, that we're going to hold a women's only event. Now, Ryan's holding a men event the previous weekend. And there was such a huge response from women that are not my clients that we decided we have to open up another weekend for this. That too many people are in need of something more. So it's a deep dive immersion experience. It's going to be physical and mental and emotional. And it's going to be the start of a new change. Where are you looking for change in your life? Where are you struggling? Where is the voice screaming at you to go and you're just not listening? Are you seeking the approval of others? Do you dictate what you do in your life based on what other people's opinions are? I get it. That was me for a long time. So the goal is to break down these stories, dissect the old version of you, and let her die. You don't need it. There are so many great things that come of growth. Pain's just one of them. I have learned so much from not only coaching women, but still from the mentors and coaches that I have, that I know that on the backside, you will go home a completely different version of yourself than when you walk in the door. If you'd like more information on the deep dive immersion experience, it is March 27th through the 31st. You can email me at lindsay at lifeoptimizationgroup.com. It's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. You can find me on Instagram at Lindsay Nidell or on Facebook, Lindsay Nidell, and DM me and I'll get you all the information over. Ladies, there is a queen in you. And I don't say that in a cheesy way. I mean it. I know that you feel her in there. There is a better version of you 
just waiting to get out. And I would be honored to help you find her. Awaken the queen and unleash that bitch on the world. And when you do that, you'll find that you're able to get shit done.